Christians know some really great joys. And we also know some really great heartaches. And sometimes it is the people who have brought us the greatest joy that eventually cause us the greatest heartache. Perhaps you've been in my shoes before, where you've helped lead someone to Christ, and you diligently pour your life into them. You study with them, you encourage them, you patiently work with them, you welcome them into your home, you seek to set a proper example for them, you do everything that you can to bring them up to spiritual maturity. But after a period of time, they turn around and they go back to their old life. They leave you, they leave the church, and they seemingly leave the Lord. And so you pray for them, you plead with them, you call them and text them and visit them all to no avail. They fall back into their former way of life and they disappear. And week after week after week, their absence just gnaws away at you. Their empty pew, it shouts at you saying, You failed them. You mistook their initial enthusiasm for true conversion. You messed up. You couldn't keep them on the narrow path. See what happens whenever you open up your heart and your life to someone? All of that investment with such minimal returns. But then eventually, God brings along another person for you to assist and to guide in their spiritual walk. But this time you find that it's a little bit harder for you to pour your life into them. It's harder for you to give your all whenever it comes to their growth and their development because deep inside, your heart is saying to you, what's the point? What's the point in investing so much time and energy and emotion into someone if they're just going to wind up like the first guy? What if they let you down too? What if they're only here for a season? That ache that you feel over the first person, it keeps you from fully engaging the next one that the Lord places in your life. If you've ever felt that pain before, then please know you are not alone. The Apostle Paul once counted Demas as a fellow worker, Philemon 1, verse 24. Yet in his final letter, Paul tells Timothy, Do your best to come to me soon, for Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica, 2 Timothy 4, verses 9 and 10. You know, it's not hard to read between the lines and to sense Paul's sorrow. He wants to see Timothy, at least in part, because Demas has deserted him. Of course, Paul's primary concern is that Demas' soul is in jeopardy. His love for the world is a demonstration of his lack of love for God. So Paul is painfully concerned about the soul of his prodigal brother. But that's not the only thing that's grieving Paul. Paul needs some companionship, some partnership, some encouragement which is why he tells Timothy to come to him soon. Paul is saying, I need you, Timothy. Demas is gone and it hurts. It hurts bad. Perhaps you have a Demas in your life. Maybe it's a friend that you labor diligently with over an extended period of time to teach them the gospel. Maybe it's a child that you poured your heart and soul into to bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, but now that individual has forsaken you more importantly, he or she has forsaken the Lord. You know the hurt that accompanies that desertion. You know the deep disappointment that is brought about by their poor decisions. You feel your spirit deflate whenever you think about where they are right now. 
You may even question your own effectiveness as a Christian and your effectiveness in bringing others to the Lord. In that moment of grief, you have two choices. The first is you can let your hurt turn into bitterness. The root of bitterness will keep you from giving yourself to another person that God brings your way. Bitterness just constructs a wall around your heart in order to guard it from any future hurt. And if you go that direction, you'll never have to deal with another Demas again. The other choice is to just stay grounded in the gospel and to keep on keeping on. And that's exactly what Paul did. Paul didn't turn bitter. He didn't deny his sorrow. Instead, he leaned on other partners in the gospel and he tells them, I need you. Hurt or no hurt, Paul just keeps on pursuing the kingdom of God and keeps on proclaiming the word. And so if you've got a Demas, by all means, pray for him. Weep over them. Beg God to be patient with them. But do not let your Demas steal your joy. Don't let Demas rob you of your passion and that sense of obligation that you have to lead others to Jesus. God will continue to bring people your way because the gospel never stops. People like Demas, on the other hand, will come and go. But just remember, that next prospect that God brings your way might be a Timothy.